1: Discover hope and healing from the other side. Welcome to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesemann. Hello, my friends, current friends, and new friends. I'm evidential medium Suzanne Giesemann, and welcome to the premiere episode of the Messages of Hope show Where we're going to celebrate together the fact that we are never alone here, that that we are part of a reality that's so much greater than this physical world that we think so many people think is the only reality. But I'm here to share with you messages from the other side, wisdom gained from communicating with those across the veil, and the fact that you are so very loved and that love is eternal. The title of this show, Messages of Hope, well, it comes from a book that I wrote when I discovered this greater reality, when I discovered that I can communicate with those who have passed to the other side. I, I hesitate to even say those who have died. It's, it's only the physical body that uh, no longer exists, but the soul is still very much alive and well, after the transition we call death. And it was a very unexpected lesson for me that came about through a personal tragedy, which I'll talk t- to you a little about later as we get into the program. But that uh, Messages of Hope is very dear to me. The book uh, is a transformational book that has helped many, but uh, people now call me a messenger of hope, and I couldn't think of a better title to take on. I love that this show is made possible thanks to Unity Media Network. I want to let those of you who are new to Unity know that Unity is a positive approach to spirituality, a practical approach. Uh, Unity honors the universal truths in all religions, It respects each individual's right to choose a spiritual path, which is why they're open-minded enough to welcome a medium to their radio network. Now, I say it that way because I understand the M word, that's what I call it, mediumship, uh, has not always been well-received by all of humanity. And that's just due to not really knowing that this work is all about love, it's all about Healing, it's all about bringing comfort and to me as a medium, it's about letting those who have passed speak to those still here on earth and say, listen, I'm right here. I haven't left your side. So it's an honor to be a voice for those who no longer have a physical voice. Uh, unity is associated with the new thought movement. It's very progressive, and that's why I thank them for having me on as one of their show hosts. Very exciting for me to be able to reach more people with the messages of hope. Uh, There is a scientific aspect to this work. Certainly everything is energy, and when I connect with those who have passed, it's connecting with a higher vibration than most of us in our normal waking consciousness can tune into or are aware of. But the spiritual aspects of this work are far more than the scientific aspects. To me, to show you, to show those who sit with me in a reading that their loved ones are still here, that that we'll see them again, that's a huge part of this work, There's no greater message that any medium could deliver. Uh, So for me, mediumship is sacred work. It's very spiritual because through this work, I have come to know who you and I are. We are souls temporarily projecting our energy into this human earth school for a reason, for a purpose, and we're here to discover what that purpose is. Each one of you is on your own spiritual path, and I love that you've been called to listen to this program. In fact, one thing I love to do when I do webinars online, when I teach classes about mediumship, about the greater reality, is to come into resonance with everybody that I'm sharing with. So will you do me a favor as I calm down and get into this with you, why don't we all just take a nice deep breath, cleansing, relaxing breath together, and focus on the heart and the rays of love that go out from your heart simply by being you. If more people realize that we're walking radiators of love, there would be far less strife in our world. So just imagine those rays. I can feel all of them coming back at me. Wow, you're going to knock me out of my chair, and I'm sending it out to you as well. So again, a big thank you. I especially want to thank Diane Ray, the program director of the new... Unity Media Network. You're going to see a lot of improvements in the coming months. But uh, as far as Unity, I pulled out last night a little book that I had on my bookshelves. It's by a dear friend of mine, Reverend Temple Hayes, who is the senior minister at First Unity. In St. Petersburg, Florida. And this book that she wrote is called How to Speak Unity. And I just love the book. I was a foreign language major in college and I speak several foreign languages and now I add unity to that list. I speak unity. <laughs> so I pulled up, opened her book and it's, it's like a little dictionary of how unity sees certain words. And just leafing through it, I came across the definition, the unity definition in Temple's book. For death, and I'd want to share that with you before we really get rolling here. And Temple wrote about unity. Do we at unity believe in death? Spiritually speaking, no one can ever die. It is not possible as on the most basic level, we are energy and energy is not capable of dying. Within the principle of life, there can be no death. We know we will die a physical death at some point, and we know it is not the end of ourselves. Physical death is a transition during which we exchange our physical energy form for another form of energy. So, there you go. I was talking about the scientific aspect, but you can see how it's almost impossible to separate the science from the spirituality. So, uh, one more plug for unity I just have to tell you that that because of the new show I've just been diving into unity magazine and big thanks to my friend katie Coontz for uh for suggesting that I be a radio host for unity I love unity magazine and they recently revamped it as well it's just uh, full of wonderful articles. I like to advise all of you to not go to bed at night having listened to the nightly news. If you do listen to the nightly news, end it with something uplifting, end your day with something uplifting. And so that can be something in the wonderful Unity magazine or the Daily Word from Unity or something like the daily messages that I put online on my blog, on my website from my guides named Sanaya, who I will talk about with you a little bit later, but there's nothing like feeding our soul with positive words in a world full of uh, quite a lot of people who don't quite understand that we have love as the very basis of who we are. So, if you can't tell already, this program's going to be very upbeat, it's going to be fun, and it's going to be interactive. I'm talking a lot right now, just me, but I'm going to be bringing in a couple of friends a little later in the program, and then the really cool part is I'm going to talk to some of you. You're going to have a chance to call in and share some of your stories on today's topic, which I entitle, Still Right Here. You might want to write down the number to call in. It's 888-55-UNITY, U-N-I-T-Y. But in the meantime, today's topic still right here is near and dear to my heart because it's the title of my book that just came out at the end of last year. And it basically describes what my work as a medium aims to show all of us that our loved ones are here. And that book is full of signs from the other side, signs that our loved ones try so hard to get through our awareness, to let us know that they're with us. And a lot of people miss those signs. They just go right by them. They don't realize it's a knock on the head from your loved ones who've passed. So I'm going to share some of the, the common ones. It's funny to use a word like common with something that is so miraculous. But I'll share some of those. And in fact, it's the signs from those on the other side that started me down this path as a medium. So let me just give you the the abbreviated version of how I became a medium. I'm all about bringing credibility to this work of communicating with those who have passed. Because... In my previous career, I might have, uh, what do we say, poo-pooed people who, who claim to speak to those who have passed. I spent 20 years in the Navy. I retired with the rank of commander and I got to serve as a commanding officer, which is every Navy officer's goal. I was a special assistant to the head of the whole United States Navy, but the, the, the high point of my career was when I was asked to be the aide to the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. That's the head of the entire United States military. And I I jokingly tell people that if I had said to anyone back then when I was aide to the chairman that I speak to dead people, I think they might have yanked my security clearance right away. But the thing is, I didn't know that I could speak to those who have passed at that point. I, I've been telling people ever since I discovered this ability that I'm not a born medium. But I can tell you in Navy terms, now hear this. I just started about two weeks ago fully claiming I am a born medium. I know it now. When I look at certain things in my life, such as uh, I have a dear friend who's showing me how astrology really holds a lot of keys to why we are the way we are. And my chart clearly shows I am meant to be on this path. And the abilities that have come through so rapidly and so clearly show me that I need to step into this and say, yes, I am a born medium, but I did not know that for 20 years in my Navy career. And I think it was kind of brilliant to keep that hidden from me so that I could now do this work. And for those of you who may be skeptical that the greater reality is real, I want you to know that I understand that. I was very left brain. My husband, Ty, who I'll talk about here in just a minute, was as left brain as I was. And he's, he's come along, too, becoming more balanced and accepting the greater reality thanks to the evidence from the other side. But I have to bring in Ty now because it was the very tragic and unexpected death of his daughter, Susan, my stepdaughter, uh, she was a sergeant in the Marine Corps crossing the flight line at work on active duty when out of the blue, a bolt of lightning from a storm that was over 10 miles away came down and struck her. And she passed seven hours later having not regained consciousness. And she happened to be six months pregnant at the time. So, we lost Susan and her unborn baby boy, who was to be named Liam Tyler, the Tyler after my husband Ty. So, when I talk about the greater reality, you'll see I get very enthusiastic. I'm filled with joy when I talk about it. But at the same time, I want you to remember and realize I know what it feels like to have a death in the family that's that close. I know what it feels like to be devastated. I have so many of my clients reach out to me and they say, I just don't want to get out of bed. I can't go on like this. And I've been there. My family has been there. But we're not there anymore because of how Susan has shown her presence. And it was the signs that Susan sent that first let us know that there was hope. And this is the Messages of Hope show. If you're just joining me, I'm Suzanne Giesman, an evidential medium. The show is called Messages of Hope. And I want you to know that hope, as it's defined in the dictionary, is defined as an optimistic attitude of mind based on an expectation of positive outcomes. Well, that's what my my work does for people. It gives them hope. But, you know, you can't urge someone to have hope. You have to provide them a reason. And so that's why I say I'm an evidential medium, because if any of you out there are left brain and you only believe in a world that you can see and touch, feel it, well, then you're going to need evidence. And that's the way Ty and I were. After Susan passed, I began saying, Susan, if if your soul somehow survive that lightning strike. Please show yourself to me. And I expected her to materialize somehow in front of me. And I, I see now how silly that was, uh, because that that takes an awful lot of work from those on the other side. So instead, Susan sent me a bunch of butterflies. Now, right away, that may sound a little airy-fairy to some some left-brained people who are listening now. But in this show, as we now get to talking about signs from the other side, to show you your loved ones are still right here, the signs are the kind that you can't deny were unusual, that there's something specific about that sign. And the very first sign of the butterfly Susan sent us was on the Aegean Sea in Italy. Right after she passed, one week later, Ty and I returned to our sailboat where we had been sailing off the coast of Italy. And a butterfly followed us at sea for two full days. Neither one of us knew that that was a sign at the time. But Ty finally remarked to me, have you noticed this butterfly that's been following us? And I said, yeah, I have noticed it. Kind of strange out here. And I went back to reading a book that I'd been reading about the afterlife, trying to learn more about Susan and and about the afterlife, how we might tune into her. And the very next paragraph that I read said that those on the other side often sends us signs send us signs that can be as subtle as a butterfly in December. That was from a book by medium George Anderson. And just as I read that, that butterfly that had been following us for two days flew right in between the two of us in the cockpit of our boat and flew away. Well, we kind of noticed it, but didn't realize that was a sign from Susan because We were very new to this signs from the other side thing. So Susan had to really get our attention. We docked our boat that night off a little island. We were now off the coast of Croatia. And there was a swarm of butterflies around our boat. We noticed it was kind of unusual because there weren't butterflies around any other boat. Well, still a little thick in the head here. Didn't notice that. But the next day we went for a hike on this little island in Croatia. And I'm all the time saying, Susan, we miss you so badly. You can't be gone. Please show us a sign. And we get to the top of this hill and I'm about to give up. I think I'm I'm just crazy making up stories that maybe she'll show up on the trail in front of me. And suddenly from my left side, some motion caught my eye and Out of the woods comes this butterfly flying straight at me. It flew completely around me in a circle and bounced into my heart. And then it went straight down the trail towards Ty. I was so stunned. I called out to him, and Ty, and he turned around, and the butterfly bounced right into his heart, flew around him in a complete circle, and flew away. Now that, guys, is what I call a sign. It was in that moment that I knew somehow Susan was trying to get through to us to let us know she's still here. And we've received many signs over the years. And the best was when Ty was walking down a trail about uh, two years ago, thinking of Susan, thinking that he had even hiked on that very trail with her. He was all alone, and as he thought of her, suddenly someone put two fingers on his arm so hard that he turned to the side as if to say, whoa, who's there? And there was nobody physically there. But Ty knew in that moment it was Susan. So she did a really good job. I mean, it brought him to tears. He had to sit down and gather his wits, and he's not a man who cries easily. My former Navy destroyer captain husband knows now because he had that personal experience. So we've had butterflies. We've had, well, we had a TV go on the very first week after Susan passed. We were sitting in our hotel room on our way back to our boat. We had just had the funeral a couple of days earlier, and I heard voices in the hotel room and got up to see who it was, and the TV, which had not been on at all until it went on by itself. And that's when I went back to reading my book about the afterlife, and it said those on the other side often manipulate electrical appliances to let us know they're around. So this is the perfect time to bring in one of my callers, a friend of mine, Donna Grillo. I'm going to give Jeff, our engineer, a chance to get Donna on the line and wait for him to give me a thumbs up that he's got her. But Donna was just in my second level medium sweep class that I taught here uh, last week. And she came up to me and said, Suz- said, Suzanne, I just have to tell you a story about a sign from my husband who passed. and." I love hearing people's stories, and when I heard it, I said, Donna, I've got to bring you on the new Messages of Hope show, because this one is off the charts. Donna, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Susie, and thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for joining us today. So, I had forgotten at the time that I had done a reading for you, but as you were telling me the story, I said, Frank, who's Frank? And who is Frank, Donna? He's my husband. Yeah, he sure is. And he passed
2: away back in October of 2015.
1: Okay, well, why don't you share with the listeners your magical sign that you got recently from Frank?
2: Okay, This was like a wow for me i was It was Christmas morning, and I had just made a casserole because I was going to a neighbor's for dinner, and I'm washing the dishes from the mess i'd created and I'm talking to Frank and saying, Frank, you know, you always used to be here to clean up. When I, when I made a mess, you'd always be doing the dishes. I wish you were here. I wish there was something that you could do
1: to help me. So well, you were actively asking him in that moment to give you a sign, right? Yes, I was talking with him, asking him to help me somehow. Perfect.
2: Well, in my sunroom, I had my cable TV on, and I always listened to music stations, and it was very relaxing music that I'm listening to. So when I finished my dishes, I turned to my iPad, and I was going to make some Brussels sprouts. So I needed a recipe. I'd never made them before, and I thought, let me go on YouTube. So I went to click on YouTube, and all of a sudden, I hear voices in my sunroom. <laughs> so I go out there, and lo and behold, on the screen,
1: through my Roku, is now, a lady. Stop a second. Hang on a second. What is Roku? Because a lot of our listeners don't know what Roku is. Okay. Roku
2: is something you attach to your TV, and you can get into a huge number of stations, including YouTube. And in order to get into Roku, you need to first change the input of what you're watching. I was in HDMI. My Roku was in HDMI 2.
1: Okay, so, so after you would have I had to in, pick up uh, a remote control and flip to Roku, I would right? have had
2: to pick up a remote okay. control, change the input, and once okay. I changed the input, I'd have to pick up the Roku button and click okay. on the Roku to get it active.
1: Okay, so you're and in another then, room, but you're picking up YouTube on your iPad, right, to get that Russell Spouts recipe? I, I,
2: I was going to try to go on YouTube to get my recipe. Yeah. Correct. In another room on my iPad. So so, yeah. so I go in the room, my Roku had been turned on. It had activated YouTube and it had searched for how to make Brussels sprouts and there was a lady on the screen, showing me how to make Brussels sprouts. <laughs> that took four different steps to get into that, and I've tried it several times since then. And I've turned the, the iPad on and tried to and put YouTube on and see if it would happen, and it wouldn't happen. But that morning, there was the woman showing me how to make the Brussels sprouts, and that was his way of helping me.
1: What What a phenomenal... Message he pulled off for you. Now you hadn't even done the search on your iPad yet, right? No, no. no. This is what I want to no. say. She, she, she no. only had the intention, folks, of doing the search. Only the intention. But this is such a great teaching tool here for all of you because your loved ones know what's in your thoughts. That may be a scary thought for some of you, but they know your intention. And clearly, Frank. Knew you needed that recipe because he did all the trouble for you. Exactly, <laughs> and there was no other possible way that could happen. No way. Incredible.
2: It was. So this, it was incredible. It was just the most. I was. I was grinning ear to ear the rest of the day, <laughs> knowing that he had been. He was there with me on Christmas no morning, helping me the best way he uh, could.
1: Oh, so, I miss the fact that it was Christmas morning. That makes it even yes, more special. Wow. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Wow. I, I I remember in the class and I can feel it again now, just how much he loves you. There's this excitement. I feel like I would you know, if you pump your fists at your side, that's how he felt like he's really proud of himself for pulling that off. Uh (laughs) I'm
2: sure he is. That was a real, a real big deal.
1: Wow. Well, thank you so much for sharing it with all of us. Just, uh, I'm
2: happy to do it. Really. I'd I'd like to shout it to the world. (laughs) But one thing I have to know, um,
1: I'm not a big Brussels sprouts fan. Did they come out all right?
2: They came out okay. (laughs) I I wouldn't do the recipe again, but (laughs) he he did okay finding a recipe. It might not have been the one I would have chosen, but I went with it.
1: It's a good thing you did. He might have been insulted if you'd used your own. (laughs) Exactly.
2: All right. Thank you
1: so much, Donna. Take care. All right.
2: Thank you, Suzanne. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. All right. Well. I think we're just about ready for a break here. We're going to take just a quick two-minute break, which I love. Not a whole bunch of commercials, but please stay tuned because we're going to do a lot more talking about signs when we come back. you might feel so alone with your problems you don't know where to turn we invite you to call Silent Unity the 24-7 prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you every day at any hour listen and relax as you hear the beautiful words affirm the highest and best outcome for you and those you love no matter what's going on in your life Silent Unity is always standing by the toll free number is 1-800-NOW-PRAY
2: Be sure to grab the latest issue of Unity Magazine and read the interview with Ram Dass, the iconic spiritual leader of the 60s. He's now focused on how to age consciously. Spiritual author Thomas Moore reflects on grumpy old men and women. And Barbara Bowen writes a touching story about her experience as a caregiver to her mother with dementia. To subscribe to Unity Magazine, go to Unity.org and click on Publications.
1: I'm Dr. Tom Shepard, host of Let's Talk About It on Unity Online Radio. In my studies of world religions, I've repeatedly encountered two central spiritual questions. How do we make sense of life, and how do we live it more successfully? You're invited to explore these two questions with me in my new book, The Many Faces of Prayer, How the Human Family Meets Its Spiritual Needs. You'll be amazed at the remarkable ways people have learned to pray to their gods and to celebrate life individually and as communities of faith. Learn more at unitybooks.org. Welcome back. You're listening to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Hi. Welcome back again after the break. I love that theme song. This is actually the Messages of Hope song written for me. Based on my book, Messages of Hope, by my good friends, Karen Taylor Good and Stowe Daly. Together they form the singing duo Stowe Good. And many of you familiar with Unity may have had the opportunity to hear Stowe Good at your Unity Church and other locations. I love the song they wrote. The, the lyrics, I hope to put them on my website, which is susangeisman.com. We have a special page just dedicated to this radio show, and you'll be able to download the song there. But the, the lyrics say, Listen, they're all around you, close as a thought or a memory. Listen, their songs surround you. They dance in the air like a melody. And I have seen the peace they bring. And then they go on to say, messages of hope, more love beyond what we know, and they feed your soul. That's what I hope to do for you in this program Feed your soul with the messages our loved ones send us from the other side. The title of this episode is still right here, and we're discussing signs from those who have passed, that trying to let us know, I'm not really gone. I'm around you, especially when you think about me, just as our previous guest, Donna, shared with us about her husband turning on the TV with exactly what she was looking for a recipe for Brussels sprouts, that just blows my mind. I wanted to share with you when I first went to a medium, um, uh, Janet Nohavik, my original mentor, she told me that my my she brought through my father, who passed in two thousand eight, and she told me that my dad would send us cardinals as a sign. And I thought, oh that's nice, until we started seeing cardinals. In fact Uh, my brother went to visit the hospice uh, where my father had passed. There was a memorial brick in his memory. And just as he was viewing that brick, a cardinal landed and stood right on the roof over the room where my dad passed. Now, some people may say that's just a coincidence. But I wanted to share this story, especially today, because my mom, Ruthie Smeltzer, is tuning in today. Hi, Mom. And it's just so affirming when we know that our loved ones are still around, and those cardinals were wonderful signs. The best part for me was one day, I remember sending an email to my brother. This was before texting was real popular, and I said to Brent, hey, I'm visiting some friends, and a cardinal just dropped down right when I was talking about dad. The cardinal's right here in the yard, and I sent him a picture of the cardinal, and he wrote back, and he said, yeah, that's nice. I won't believe it's real unless you can get a dove next to that cardinal because we'd also been told that my grandmother, my dad's mother, sends us doves as signs. Well, I kid you not, 30 seconds later, a dove flies down and lands right next to the cardinal. I pull out my phone, grab the picture, send it to my brother, and he who was really skeptical is such a believer now that occasionally he'll even call me and say, hey, Ask dad such and such. or <laughs> What do you think dad thinks about that? So the signs will really convince us. I remember doing a research reading for Dr. Gary Schwartz at the University of Arizona. He was filming the reading with one of his uh, university students. I was doing the reading for her, and I brought through a friend of hers who had passed. And I said, your friend is showing me that he sends you large black birds like ravens as a sign. And she looked really stunned, and she said, yes, all the time. Now, I need all of you to understand, your loved ones who send birds as signs do not become the birds. This was actually shown to me in that reading in the consciousness laboratory at the University of Arizona, when this young man on the other side who showed me he sends his friend ravens, he held at his hands like operating a video game, remote control, and I passed on, this message, your friend says that when we send signs from birds, it's like remote control. We control their consciousness and the birds think it's fun. When I said that, Dr. Schwartz said, what did you say? He sat up straight and I said, he says that they control the birds like remote control using their consciousness, and the birds think it's fun. And Dr. Schwartz got so excited because he said, that's exactly what medium Suzanne Wilson said last week in a reading when someone else used birds as signs. Well, I met with Suzanne later that week. She she lives in Arizona. And we got together. And as we were talking about birds sending signs, this little bird came up and started pecking on the window of Suzanne's office. She looked at me, and I looked at her, and I said, Do you see that? She said, yeah. She looked at me and she says, who do you think it is? (laughs) And I had an idea who it was and she did too. And again, not that the person on the other side becomes the bird, but uses the bird to send us a message. And I'll get on with our next caller in just a minute. But I want to tell you that I went back to our campsite. We were camping in a local park at the time. And I was reading a book that said you can often send your own soul as a messenger to somebody, even if you haven't passed to the other side. So I decided to do a little test and I sat with intention and I said, Ah, the soul of Suzanne Giesman is now visiting Suzanne Wilson in her office. I thought if anybody could pick up on this it would be Suzanne Wilson. And I sent a very strong intention that I would go visit her in soul form. I thought this sounds a little crazy, but it would be fun to experiment. And then I waited about 15 minutes. I sent a text to Suzanne, and I I said, I'm going on the record saying that I sent a visitor to you 15 minutes ago. Did anything unusual happen? And she said, well, not really, except that bird came back and was tapping on the window. So right at the time when I sent that intention, the bird flew back again and tapped. How awesome is that? Well, these kinds of manifestations in our world of things that we can't explain other than skeptics saying that it's coincidence. They've happened quite a lot to my friend Lynn Hollahan. Jeff, if you could bring Lynn on, I want you all to hear some of Lynn's stories. If you've read my book still right here, you are already familiar with Lynn. Lynn, how are you doing today? Doing very well. Thanks, Suzanne. Thanks for having me. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you agreed to come on. We want to talk about your son, Devin, who passed in what year was that? November of 2009. 2009. And uh, I believe you said that the first year was full of signs, the second year, not so much. Is that correct? That is correct, and I, I
3: do still get an occasional sign, but not as much as I did in the beginning. And I certainly do relate to your Raven story, but I won't go into that one today.
1: Yeah, that one's told at length and still right here, and it's one of the most stunning stories I've ever heard. So for the whole background of Devin's story, beautiful story of their family's love, for their son who passed, but uh, before you give me some of those signs that he sent you, I want to stress to those of you who have a loved one on the other side that these signs are very intermittent. They're very special, and we we honor them when they come, but they don't always come on demand. They come like the the magical events that they are to be celebrated. So, Lynn, I asked you to, to not tell me what you were going to talk about today, which signs in particular, but to, sh- to share with us some of the really awesome ones that just are cannot be explained any other way. So, what are some of your favorites?
3: Well, the first sign that came to me that kind of totally rocked my world was the night that Devin went missing. And I was laying in bed bed by myself, and my husband Jeff was downstairs, and we'd gotten a phone call that day that Devin had gone to Frankfurt, he was living in Prague at the time, and had attended a conference, and the acquaintance that he went with, they somehow got separated, and they couldn't find Devin. So I was laying in bed by myself, and this— all I can describe it as, as is an orb of light crossed my room went from one end of my room to the other and out the window, and the word river came into my head. And I, I'd never been to Frankfurt. I was not familiar with if there was a river there or not. But I went downstairs and I said, Jeff, where's the river? Devin's in the river. And it would take us a month, but we did find out that Devin was indeed in the river. So that kind of totally rocked my
1: world, right there. Yes, but it's also something that you'll never forget. Oh, never! Yeah, yeah. And that that had, to see that orb of light, you know, that's that changes your worldview.
3: Mm-hmm. My husband thought I was a little crazy, but he. As time wore on and he started getting more signs and becoming more in tune to them, he doesn't think I'm crazy
1: anymore. <laughs> <laughs> How about another one?
3: Well, like you, the electronics can be manipulated and we're manipulated often in our house. Lights would come on randomly, TV, stereo. But one thing that came on frequently was we had Devin's memorial service on Valentine's Day. And I'm kind of a numbers person, so when I think of Valentine's Day, I think of February 14th, which is 2.14 in a a calendar. And I would go to bed, and it might be 10 p.m. at night, and I would look at my clock when I would lay in bed, and it would say... (laughs) 214. <laughs> and all, all I could think of was Valentine's Day. And, you know, Devin has given me a sign that he knows that we had a service on Valentine's Day. And that happened frequently. And it even happened to our daughter, who is, has a little more trouble with the signs, but that did happen to her. And,
1: she, that that yeah. one blows me away, Lynn, because I've heard of people, the, those in spirit will grab our attention. They, they can put thoughts in our mind. Look at the clock now. We don't realize that we're being snagged like that. But you look up and a lot of people will see repeating numbers like 1111 or 222, and they become significant because our loved ones will snag us like that. But Devin actually changed your digital clock.
3: Right. And then when I would wake up in the morning, it would be the correct time. And and we bought a a condo in Colorado because I couldn't be in our house here for a while. And I went to close on it by myself. And I get into the condo for the very first time. I go look at the kitchen clock and it says 2.14, even though it wasn't that time. And I called my husband and I said, Jeff, this is where we're supposed to be. The clock says (laughs) 2.14. (laughs)
1: <laughs> what what I love about you, Lynn, is that you you recognize the sign and you give the credit to Devin. You honor him in that way because I can imagine our loved ones on the other side sending us butterflies or birds or turning on the TV and we're flickering the lights and people would just say, oh, that thing's, something's wrong with that again. We got to call the electrician. That happens in my readings quite a lot. I say, your loved one tells me he's flickering the lamp by your bed and they say, well, that just has a short in it. Yeah, well, then how did I know that it was the one by your bed? Because your your loved one right here just pointed that out for you to know that's a sign.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. I think we have time for another one if you have another good one for us.
3: All right. Well, speaking of lights... We, when I was in Denver early on, our neighbors knew we had lost a son, but they didn't know anything about us. And one day we had about four couples over on our patio, and we started telling them some of the story. And all of a sudden, the light, the light in the dining room turns on. There's nobody in the house. <laughs> and we were telling them how he can manipulate lights and things, and, and they just looked at us like we were totally crazy and was like, who are you people that moved into our neighborhood? But now they are our greatest cheerleaders and fans, and they can't wait to hear more stories every summer when we show up.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Well, in fact, you just told me one the other day that I have to just share with people because it's, it's a – I hope your friend doesn't mind. It's a physical manifestation. Your friend's husband passed recently. Remember the one who went out for a ride and stuck I a scarf too. under her helmet? Uh-huh. Is it okay to share that? Is it okay sure. to share that? Yeah. Well, she came home and was looking for that stuffed-up scarf under her helmet, right? Right.
3: Yeah, she was. And what she, happened? She knew for a fact that she had put it under her helmet, her bicycle helmet, because that's where she put it, and it wasn't there, and she was looking all over the house for it. Couldn't find it. She left the house for a little while, came back, and there was the scarf folded up under her husband's dining room chair.
1: Now, see, the left brain side of me says that's impossible, but the <laughs> right brain side of me says this reality is far less solid than you know and that our loved ones can manipulate <laughs> this physical reality. Somehow, it's just... Uh, Stunning to me how these things happen. So, thank you, Lynn, for for well, coming on and sharing. I May have you- <laughs> well, the, all I can Go say ahead. is the more I know, the
3: more I don't know. and it- uh, <laughs> That's <laughs> but the truth. I appreciate you having me on your first show. I'm honored, and I just love you.
1: Well, I love you, too, and we definitely just wanted to honor Devin today. So, thanks for sharing, Lynn.
3: All right. Thanks,
1: Suzanne. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All righty. So... Your task, those of you listening, is to start noticing, uh, asking your loved ones to send you signs, but please try not to get frustrated when they don't come right away. But be careful to look for those snags. And when something's out of the ordinary, kind of shift your awareness to the fact that there is a greater reality. You're part of it. Your loved ones are part of it. You meet in the middle and ask, is this a sign for me? Now, I'm very cautious when people say, oh, I saw a butterfly. That I don't automatically just describe that to the spirit world. Uh, I'll say, you know, Ty and I, when we see butterflies, we'll say, hi, Susan, because it causes us to think of her now. But the sign, the real signs are those that are, you can't deny it. On my sister's wedding day, they opened the car door and a butterfly flew right into the car and stayed in the car. That kind of thing. Those are the kinds of things we're talking about signs. So I'm going to take a couple of callers now. And I would like to hear if you have specific signs. I'll ask, answer questions if you have them, but we have Kathy on the line. And, Kathy, do you have a, a sign that that helped you to know that your loved ones are still right here?
4: Um, well, I am a retired hospice nurse. And so, first of all, I would like to just offer my condolences to all of those who have lost their children or have lost anyone. Um, sure. Thank you. So, yeah. And, so, and because I'm an empath as well, I take on everybody's pain. So, uh, you know, I'm still in that, just listening to people's stories. Um, but having been a hospice nurse and been doing hospice for pretty close to 40 years, um, I have got so many stories, honey, I could just <laughs> take up this whole time with all the stories. But I was actually calling, my father um, died, oh gosh, maybe eight years ago. And um, so for me, it's the pennies. I notice in wow. the pennies, or sometimes I'll just see a penny, I'll go, oh, who's this? And I'll kind of think for a minute and I'll just think, oh. And so now I'm writing a, a second book. And my father has once said through other mediums, not through myself, that he was going to help me write the first book that I wrote. Well, I kept waiting for signs and I didn't feel like I got any, but I wrote the book anyway. So now I'm on a second book that I know that he wants to help me with because it's about (laughs) him and uh, bipolar disorder. And so I just keep waiting for, you know, I want him to, I want to find a way to connect with him. I want him to just, you know, take the pen in my hand and just write.
3: Uh,
1: So let me tell you how the best way to do that. that. The best way to do that, Kathy, and for all of you listening, is to to. First of all, believe in your mind that when you call your loved ones to help you, that they feel that heart connection and draw near you. It's that simple, just through intention. And then you sit quietly with paper and pen. And with the intention to connect, invite your loved one, in your case, your dad, to Blend his energy field with yours and you grow silent and you just step out of your, your current waking consciousness into a relaxed state by breathing deeply and you say, dad, let's write this together. And you wait and you become silent. And you know, my, my dear friend Cheryl Page just sent me this beautiful, uh, email the other day with this information that I had never noticed before. The word silent contains the exact same letters as the word listen. Mm, Did you feel that, yeah, this collective uh aha? So you become silent and listen for thoughts and just start writing. and, And Kathy, you may think you're making it up, but soon you'll notice just a little bit of a different tone to it. And then you and your dad can write it together. The more you get into that and believe that it's happening, you'll find that it's flowing in a way you hadn't imagined before. Just trust. And can I ask you one quick question again? Let me ask you one. Do you understand why I would be feeling your dad with coveralls? Do you have a memory of your dad wearing coveralls? No, I don't. Don't. Okay. Well, I'm going to put that out there because that's what comes to mind as I'm talking to you. But what's your second question?
4: Um, do you do classes on um, developing your the senses to help you?
1: I sure do. I, my I call the classes "Serving Spirit" because for me that's what it's all about. We're serving those in the spirit by being their voice, but we also call it the "Making the Connection" class, and I give those around the country. But I, the big news that I haven't really told publicly until this moment is that that class was recently filmed professionally and edited and it's going to be offered as an online video course uh, within the month. So you'll be able to watch the course and learn uh, how to make that connection yourself mm-hmm. from wherever you are.
4: I, yeah, I've been a wannabe medium my whole life <laughs> and I really and and I when I've gone to mediums my whole life. And they've all said, oh, honey, you could do this. I mean, I've had people say, oh, honey, you're the guru. We should be coming to you. And it's like, no, I can't. It doesn't come. No, I don't get it.
1: All right. So, well, we, so we all have the ability because we all have a soul. So um, I know you, especially as a hospice yeah. nurse, have been around that energy so oh, often. And right. I give you credit. My my dad, was uh, he passed in hospice, and you are the angel. So thank you for coming on thank the air you. with me. <laughs>
4: Thank you, and blessings
1: to you all. To you, too. All right. Thanks, Kathy. So our third caller, Donna, welcome to the show, Messages of Hope. Do you have a story you want to share with us of a sign from a loved one that showed you they were still right here? Hi, this is Donna. Well, Donna, do you have a story from a loved one or a question?
5: I have a question. Um, First of all, I had the pleasure of seeing you in Santa Barbara. And uh, also, I was sitting the other day, and I heard, I can hear certain people on the other side, family members, and I can see them once in a while. It's kind of like a mirage when I see them. But um, I heard, um, I'm still here, from my nephew. And then I went out and bought your book for my, for my uh, sister that lost her son. Um, what I wanted to say, though, is I heard my mother a few months ago distinctly say to me, you're going to be rewarded. But I don't know how I'm going to be rewarded, a husband coming in or lifestyle change or money. or I mean, I have no idea. Do you know offhand what my mother meant by that when she gave me that message?
1: Okay. Well, those of you who know my work know that my, I get a lip twitch when my guides say we've got this. So I just got the big lip twitch. So we have Donna, whose mother says you're going to be rewarded. What I'm hearing is that you're going to be coming into a period of a lot more peace, a lot more peace in your life, that you have been going through some tumult, and don't we all, but throughout it, they're telling me the theme of the show is hope, and you maintain hope and a knowingness that all would be well. You somehow kept your heart open, and you will be rewarded for keeping an open heart. So a period of peace coming, and your mother is celebrating that because there's a feeling that she didn't have a lot of peace in her life. I hope that makes Mm -hmm. sense to you.
5: Oh, that's so true. And I had two dreams with her while she's on the other side, and we are celebrating with such joy and happiness. I don't think I ever experienced so much joy and happiness, and Mm -hmm. we're experiencing this together, and it was two different days like a couple months apart but it was the same dream of celebration so i'm thinking maybe there is a celebration coming in for me
1: well i just see my thumbs up sign to that so that's always a yes and as i teach people in my classes go with the very first thing you see great big thumbs up on that so oh, trust that I trust, trust to, that
5: i would like to study with you Because I think you're so good, and uh, I think that I, I also, um, you know, with seeing the spirits and hearing them, that I could, you know, be able to help my family and all, and um, and get messages for myself, and yeah. Well, we
1: we can all we can all tune in, and so I'm just I'm grateful you got through, and just keep. Following your heart in that regard. Belief is the key for all of you listening. Believe that this connection is real and that you can do it too because you are a soul. So thank you for calling in. I'm going to have to uh, not take any more callers now, but thanks for joining me. And for the rest of you, this hour went by way too fast. Uh, We have different topic every week that we're going to be exploring. Next week it's going to be about... Certain souls who let us know even before they passed that they were going to pass a little before what we call their time. So a lot of exciting things coming. For now, thanks for joining me. Just know that this life is not all there is. I hope that some of the stories that I've shared with you today have given you hope. The goal is to go beyond hope to full knowing that life is eternal, that your loved ones who passed are still very much with you and that there's purpose in you being here to learn these truths about life.
2: Haven't we all stood on the bank of a quiet pond and tossed a stone into the water? Haven't we seen the ripples move outward from the place where the stone entered the water until the whole surface of the pond danced with the movement of energy? Before long, we could no longer clearly see the point where the stone entered the water. My inner environment of thoughts and feelings behaves much like a pond. When I introduce a thought of peace into my mind and heart, that single thought creates a ripple effect. It really does change the world. From its beginning point within me, peace ripples out to fill my inner world and continues to move out into the world around me. Peace can begin with me.
5: To find a Unity Church near you, please visit our website at www.unity.org.
4: Your words are one of the instruments with which we build our world. Everything is composed of energy in unique configurations of vibrations. Scientists tell us that sound vibrations affect physical matter. Think for a moment. What happens to your face and your body when you speak with joy, with concern, in anger, with excitement? A woman once described her feelings about the consoling comments of a friend. Your words reached out to me like a lifeline. Realizing how much you cared helped me know I didn't need to feel alone. When we recognize their power, we realize the wisdom of paying closer attention to the words we use and how we use them. Get into the habit of thinking before you speak. You'll never regret it. This Law of Life is brought to you by Unity. To find a Unity Church near you, visit
2: www.unity.org.
0: Kintsugi is an ancient Japanese art form of fusing broken pottery pieces together by filling the cracks with gold. The resulting piece is not only restored and visually stunning, it also takes on a new life. Whatever has happened in the past, however broken we may feel, we can be whole again by filling our lives with the transformative power of God. Our experiences make us unique. The presence of God makes us whole. As Paul wrote in his letter to the Romans, be transformed by the renewing of your minds so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Remember, with God, all things are possible.
1: This Mindful Moment is brought to you by Daily Word magazine.
0: Finding time for the positive reminders in Daily Word is easy with the digital edition,
1: perfect for smartphones and readers on the go. Take advantage of our 30-day free trial to the online magazine, plus a daily email with the Word
0: for the Day and the Daily Word app. To sign up for a free 30-day trial, visit unityonlineradio.org. We spend a third of our lives sleeping and dreaming, yet most of us have no idea what goes on during that time.